Gatekeeping. This is, uh, oh my God, I haven't done the intro before. This is where we take a deep, deep dive, dive into a pop culture phenomenon and decide whether we let it through our gate. Oh. <laughs> this, is, this is like I do This is like intro. my first time doing the intro because I wanted the spotlight for once in my life. Um, uh, I'll work on it. I'll yeah, you, it. Should, you should. James, welcome back to the great state of Victoria. Thank you. It is, I'm so glad to be back. You've I, been where? I've been to Brisbane, Queensland. How was it? Um, the weather was lovely. Mm-hmm. I got to experience some fantastic local sights and sounds. Um, I went to the Beach Mega Club, which... Right. Did you know that in the state of Queensland, you cannot take a drink onto the dance floor or do a shot after 12 a.m.? <laughs> Anastasia Palaszczuk, what are you doing? Well, she was famously she- on leave when I was in Brisbane. <laughs> so- oh, because she came back on September 11th. She- yeah, yeah, literally. Um, so, yeah, I felt like I was in 1984. That's I crazy. I literally was just... De- and... They played the clean version of Scream and Shout by Britney Spears. Oh. So they were like, Will I am and Britney, Britney. I was like, what is happening? What is going on in that state? No tricks on the dance floor. I'm like, maybe I could get behind that. Yeah. But it, I don't know. I would l- like to have a drink on the dance yeah, floor. Yeah. But like, other people should, people who sh- can't be trusted. Exactly. But I can be trusted. I can be trusted. But no, I had a really lovely time. I mm. went up to my, my dear, dear friend Ty's birthday. Shout out. They don't listen. <laughs> Oh, okay. But no, it was great. Um, Got to like just be in the sun. Mm, It was nice. Important. Catch up with some friends. It was great. Yeah. I saw Mamma Mia the musical. Oh. Fabulous. Was it? Turn. Love Mamma Mia. Actually, that reminds me. I want to talk about, if y'all have time today, I want to talk about how Mamma Mia the musical is one of the most important and influential post 9-11 musicals. We actually don't have time today. Yeah. That's a shame. Because it really, it's really one of the landmarks of post 9-11 theatre. Well, yeah, I mean, famously, (laughs) Meryl Streep said in in the dust of 9-11, she went to see... Mamma Mia. And she was like, this is what the world needs. Exactly. Right now. Exactly. 9-11, very topical. Exactly. We're this... recording on 9-16. So it's only five days ago, really. Yeah. It's fresh in our memories. And because as they say, never forget. Never forget. <laughs> never forget. Anyway. Say that. <laughs> but no, um, great time. Yep. Glad to be back. I love... Melbourne. I don't think I would live anywhere else in Australia that wasn't Melbourne, to be completely Say honest that. with you. Yeah, anywhere else in the world. Best city in the world. Okay, that's a... Maybe not that. Well, where's better? I don't know. You can, New York City. New York City. Yeah, you know what? Once you realise America is, like, just one of the worst places on oh, Earth. Oh, exactly. <laughs> New York City is great to visit. Don't want to live yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe um, uh, the Netherlands. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've also been extremely busy while you've been away. What have you been up to? I went and saw The Nun 2. Oh, to Nun 2 Nereus. Yes. Um, have you seen The Nun? No. Do I look like I've seen The Nun? Well, yeah, I you kinda do. I kind of look like but The Nun, but... <laughs> I, so anyone who knows me knows that I'm a big fan of The Conjuring. Are they um, in the same 
family. Uh, yes, duh. Oh, sorry. Actually, I, so I went to, when I went to see The Nun, spoiler alert for, for people who haven't seen The Nun 2 yet, which I imagine everyone's seen it. So, yeah. um, but at the end, it has like an after credit scene where it links it back to The Conjuring and, you know, Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson like answer her phone. Oh, wow. And my friend who I went with... Cerulean, I'm going to put her on blast. Um, we walked out and she was like, wait, I recognize those people. I was like, yeah, they're from The Conjuring. So I guess people don't know it's a spinoff. But The Nun is like so famously in The Conjuring 2. Like she is queening out in The Conjuring 2 in <laughs> is, London, England. Is Rose Byrne in The Conjuring? No, bitch, that's Insidious, which you might think which is same director and Patrick Wilson is in both of them. So is he playing the same person? No. Okay. Well, you've lost. <laughs> you've lost. But the Dante was not good. But um, Storm Reed is in it. So. Oh, fabulous Storm Reed. Yes, love her. And um, I didn't know until I saw this movie, but we're getting The Conjuring Four, so I can't wait for wow. that. Wow. I will be seated. it. And you know, there's something incredibly camp about the Nun. Like, the Nun. Yeah. Let's just say that the it's Nun who um is suing Warner Brothers. Oh yeah, for like her. It's like a they like profiting off her likeness. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So shout out to the nun i think her name's bonnie something bonnie, so shout yeah. out to her um and we'll be fundraising for her legal defense exactly <laughs> uh speaking of fundraising fundraising for the wga now this auction i don't know if anyone i mean i, I would assume that everyone has seen these auction pieces that are online for those who don't know yeah. they're running a celebrity auction where you can bid on these sort of weird things so yeah lena Dunham will paint a mural in your home do the new york times crossword puzzle with natasha leone but the biggest item is fucking lunch with the Handmaid's Tale Emmy Award winning actress Anne, Anne Dowd. Dowd who is we're starting a Patreon now just to fund we're gonna get Anne Dowd on gatekeeping we need to be at this lunch yeah I'm just checking um Wait, I'm, what's what's the current bid sitting at the lunch with Anne Dowd is currently up to $2,500 and it's, that's still got six days. And the other one I would quite like was 20 minutes and 20 questions with Maggie Gyllenhaal. And that's up to 2,400. Wow. Um, now that is something where I would love to sit down with Maggie Gyllenhaal and ask her like 20 riddles and see how she <laughs> goes. I think she would be pretty good at it, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. I'll find out if she still has that damn scarf. Yeah. Oh, well, they asked her that on Watch What Happens Live oh, once. Of yeah. Um, Andy Cohen asked her that and she said, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but um, yes, please. Uh, send us money and and we will get endowed on the podcast yeah send any questions you'd want us to ask her and Maggie Dolly we're doing it we're doing it <laughs> anyway we're t- here to talk about well a- I just want to briefly talk about the new Mitzvah album oh, <laughs> oh god you see my face fall oh, oh it's right. so good this land is inhospitable and so are we I came out yesterday and I listened to it nine times in a row um, seek help because I'm deeply unwell yes. and I also reread normal people this week yep. so in like one sitting so yeah, 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 yeah. Do with that information what you will. Yeah, we know. <laughs> it's really good. Maybe my favorite album of the year thus far. Okay. Crazy. 
<laughs> and you got nothing to say about that's it. That's like the 30 second mix Mitski corner. Yeah, exactly. On gatekeeping. That's exactly. all we'll give you for that. <laughs> no, if you guys haven't read Normal People, it's really good. This Bitch. is like my fourth time reading it. Bitch. As if we don't know about the book Normal People. Well, actually, no. I told somebody, I was like, I'm re- rereading Normal People. And they were like, what's that? And I was like, what's Normal People? Was this in Brisbane? No, I, somebody replied to one of my stories, I think. And then someone, like, I posted a story and they're like, oh, have you read this before? And I was like, yes, bitch. Everyone fucking knows normal people, right? Anyway, anyway, we're here to talk about maybe like a not so normal girl. She's yeah, a have, bit cool. Have you guys heard of this artist? Like- this crazy, like low key indie artist We're by the name Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo, Rodrigo, Queen. Uh, in celebration of her new album, Guts, exactly, which exactly. we've been enjoying. I have been enjoying, but we'll uh, get into it. Yes, we'll get into it. Well, Olivia's journey started, of course, on the Disney Channel. Well, actually, oh. she started in a movie called American Girl, like an American Girl doll movie. That sure. was her first thing. Okay. I haven't seen it. Um, but then she started on a Disney Channel series called Bizarre Bark. Yes. Bizarre, what the fuck is that? Bizarre Bark, was it? Yeah. yeah. Are you a Bizarre Bark? Yeah, I haven't watched it. I'm assuming that it's about a bizarre aardvark, mayhaps. What is an aardvark? Like an animal. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. What What do they call the... What was the... Oh, I was thinking of Noah's Ark. That's a different thing. <laughs> Noah's aardvark. Bizarre aardvark. Noah's bizarre bark. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, she was on that for like three seasons. And then she got the main role in this fabulous television program by the name of High School Musical, The Musical, The Series. Have you watched it? I have watched the first season. Oh, okay, good. How was it? It's really good. Right. Like, it's actually quite good. It's funny. It's, like, very, you know me, theatre girly. Mm-hmm. It's, like, high school theatre, like, and it's just, like, funny and silly, and it's, like, a mockumentary. Right. I'm not going to It's kind of, like, it's, like, theatre camp, but, like, a little less full-on. Okay. Theatre camp is really good. Yeah, Have you seen what, it? Whatever. No. No. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then she, you know. And so she spoke about this time. She This is when she was actually able to start like writing music. Like yeah. She contributed to the soundtrack of the show. Exactly. And she had kind of a hit off. Well, yeah, her first... Um, well, she did have her first single is technically, um, um, she came out with a song called All I Want. Yes. yes. And yeah, that was like her first single, but... It's a nice ballad, that cute. one. And it's I think cute. that did quite well. Cute girl. Cute girl. And then, like, she had, like, a few songs on the soundtrack. She did a cover of River by Joni Mitchell. What? Are yeah. you serious? Crazy. For High School Musical. For High School Musical, the musical, the series, the holiday special. Oh, my God. It's going down on there. It's getting, I can't believe I haven't heard the song. It's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, Joni was shaking literally, when Olivia came. Literally. <laughs> it's crazy. Olivia Rodrigo came for Joni Mitchell's wig. <laughs> Do you reckon she knows who she is, Joni? I don't think so. I want Joni on the podcast. Oh, Joni Mitchell need to just like queen out with her. I think she took her music off Spotify because she doesn't want our podcast on there. She's not happy with us on there. <laughs> Whoa. Well, she's on Apple Music and I'm famously an Apple Music girl, so. Of course. Yeah. Um, Joni, if you're listening, come Joni, on. Joni, come, come on, on. You are not blacklisted from this podcast. No. You are welcome anytime you Anytime. Like. Uh, okay, wow, that's gaggy. I'm going to listen to that as soon as this is finished. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, then she signed with Interscope and Geffen to sure. a record deal, which is very exciting. Um, she actually, you know, as a student of Taylor Swift and a big fan, which we'll get into. Yes. She negotiated in her deal that she has the masters. She owns all of her masters. Yes. Which I think is very enterprising. So there's no Olivia's version coming. No Olivia's version soon. coming because the version that's out is Olivia's version. Say that. Say that. And so she's on... 
this TV show with Joshua Bassett, correct? Oh, yes. This is what High School Musical, the musical, the series, and is where she met Joshua Bassett. And he's like the main character, right? Yeah, they're like the main two. They're like the oh. train Gabriella. But I think... I've actually never watched High School Musical. You've so never just, seen... No. Uh, you, know, you knew this about me. Uh, Did I? Yeah. You just don't pay attention to this. Uh, well, let me get up the gatekeeping schedule and put a High School Musical episode it's in the already next in week. There. It's already in there. Really, it's not, really, it was on the topic ideas. Really, it's not in the schedule, really you see. not listening, are you? But that's okay. It's in the topic ideas, not in the schedule. So I'm chucking away whatever we've got coming up next week. <laughs> chucking it away. Chuck it away. Um, okay, well, yeah, that's an important detail that yeah. she wrote Joshua Bassett. And so then Driver's License comes out, which is where... January 8th, okay. 2021. 2021? 2020. I don't remember. It was a crazy time. It was 2021 because it was two years ago. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My um, brain. Yeah. It's so, I mean, this is where I, I think everyone was like, who the fuck is this girl? Is this a woman? Because this I, young girl. it took me a few days. Like I just noticed everyone posting this song on their Instagram story. Literally. And it took me a few days to like, then check it out. And I was like, Oh, my God. She's uh, really good. Well, no, I was like, I just found out who this girl was about two seconds ago, but whoever the fag is that broke her heart, I'm going to kill them. Oh, literally. <laughs> that is how the literally. power... That is the power of her. I was like, damn, like... It's such a good song. Like, I was listening to, to it today. apologize to this girl right now. <laughs> this little girl. I was listening to it today and I was just like, fuck, this is so good. <laughs> this is so good. Say that. Like... I- I remember when it came out, I was like, who is this fucking industry plant little girl? Like, why is everyone listening to this? Don't what the fuck that. are we on about? Then I put the song on <laughs> and I said, let Gag. me take that comment back. Gag. It's, I mean, what it does so well is that it tells a complete story in exactly. the song. And it's like, it gives you this iconography of like, she's driving in her car, you know, red light stop. Was it red light like, stop? stop. So <laughs> It's, I think it's an incredible achievement that she's, you know, this is as a debut song, she's able to like immediately draw you into like her emotional world Literally and even in it. give you these characters of this ex-boyfriend and the storyline of the driver's license. Like, and this is where I think you see the influence of someone like Taylor on yeah. this. Like this, she created a full world in this song. It's not just like a silly pop song. It's like you're in it and you. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you see, I think I see influence of, like, Lord on this one. Like, mm-hmm. this feels very melodrama-esque. Yeah. Not, not necessarily, like, um, the sound is its own thing, mm. I think, but, you know, thematically. And, and like, obviously, we love a breakup album. I think a breakup uh, album, storyline, etc., is, like, one of just... When that's done right, that is, like, the most incredible thing in pop culture. Like, I've spoken at length about melodrama. Yeah, the best album ever made. Um, And it's also her vocal performance on this song. The fact that she is like wailing. Oh, she is in the chorus. Screaming. Like belting. She's belting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's such a, it gets you. And it's like, this song is like, I I think the quintessential, like I'm a teenager and I'm going through it. Yeah. Well, the boys like broke my heart for the first time. Literally. And I'm devastated. And it's like, you know, it, I, th- I think it could feel melodramatic. But that's the point. She's a, she's like a young girl. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I like, think it's the, like, she's just feeling these strong emotions that we've all felt. And I think that's why it was so relatable because it's all, we can all listen to that and be like, I have been in this situation before I had, well, I've had my heart broken by someone and I just want to like scream about it. I want to scream about I it. I want to yeah. scream about it. Um, so this really, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I want to scream about it. 
Um, yeah, driver's license, you will always be famous. Over Rodrigo, you'll always be famous. Literally. But, you know, this song was like fucking huge. massive. It broke the Spotify record for most single day streams for a non-holiday song. <laughs> and this was achieved on its fourth day of release. So, like, okay. the most streams for, like... A non-Christmas song. You I sound like um like pop, pop grave. Yeah. <laughs> not pop grave. They were not doing this. First song by a young lady. This <laughs> is pop base or pop titties, yeah. not pop grave. Um, it was the biggest first week for a song on Spotify and Amazon Music. It went number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Say that. The youngest artist ever to be on the Billboard 100 of the top. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. It spent eight weeks. At number one consecutively. Jeez. Uh, six times platinum. It has 1.8. As of July, it has over 1.8 billion streams on Spotify, making it the 53rd most played song on Spotify ever. That's nuts. She she was, what, 17 when this came out? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 17 or 18. I, these I think young another, girls. These young girls. These young girls. I, I think another element of this is that it did... It was really like during COVID. Um, and so I think. Yeah. I mean, like late. Oh, yeah. 2021. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. So I think like there was an element of this that was like, you know, we're all at home and this has like this. I want to go of, for a drive and just like. Well, this has got like this storyline. Yeah. And it's about this this teenage girl going through like emotional angst. And, and I'm I think, going through emotional angst. Well, turmoil. Well, no, I was just kind of like, yeah, like, let's all get behind this random girl. Yeah, like, literally. Who <laughs> had a heartbreak go, like, one of us, girly, like, come over she here. She gets it intrinsically. She gets and it. And I support her. But driver's license came out. I imagine the expectations would have been fucked. I oh. mean, for, you know, in terms of, like, a second single. To, to reach well, a yeah. amount of success in a your second- debut song is just... Fucked. Exactly. Her second single, Deja Vu. Yes. Which um, only peaked at number three. Okay. Which, I mean, is still very fucking good. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it didn't, obviously didn't hit as hard as Driver's License, but I don't think anything possibly would have. Yeah. And I think Deja Vu was meant to be more of a um, promo single vibe. Yeah. Anyway. Like, it didn't come out with a video, I don't mm. think. I, I think it was just kind of like, his another taste. Another and, I, I mean, even me going into that, I was thinking, like, well, you know, is she like a one hit wonder? Can she can she sustain? Do it again. And I love Deja Vu. I do. Oh, Deja Vu is yeah. great, but interesting. I feel like that's kind of her, um, especially with the, um, the new album as well. Like the second single doesn't like it hits, but it doesn't like hit the the height of the previous single that came after it. Yes, before it. Um, but then like. She comes out good for you following yep. Deja Vu, which I mean, good for you, fucking it goes whips. Ah, I remember listening to this first time, being like, "Is this the best song ever made?" Uh, literally, <laughs> number one on the Billboard charts. It's like, ridiculously good. Do you know this? Ha- this is the 49th most played song on Spotify. So <laughs> okay. it's like outsold Driver's License. You, oh, really? Yeah. Literally. Wow. You've really got the stats today. I I do my research. You know, I'm always, I'm in the, I'm doing the research, you mm-hmm. know. Say that, doing the work. Uh, yeah, Good For You is amazing. It also, um, that iconic video clip. Oh yeah. Like. In the cheerleading outfit. The cheer, like audition, Princess Diaries, Jennifer's Body. Like. Yep. Oh. oh, something about, is it Princess Diaries? There's some Easter egg where. Because Mandy Moore is in the Princess Diaries, right? Yeah. So this cheerleading outfit is the same that Mandy Moore wears in the in Princess, Princess Diaries. Diaries. Yeah. And the boy in Princess Diaries, his name is Josh. <gasps> so yeah, and this is this thing of of her going to the Taylor School, the t- Taylor, Taylor School of Easter Eggs. Yeah. Yes, she's telling us. I she's love. Telling us. <laughs> 
The Princess Diaries. Okay. I've read all <laughs> ten of those books. So we have to... <laughs> I, I, so we skipped over something really important. Oh, sorry. Which is the other elements to the storyline of Driver's License. Uh, so when this came out, this was like everyone, I guess, somehow... We, we all learned who Joshua Bassett, Bassett was. Because apparently, so back in the day, Olivia and Joshua had like a little bit of a thingy thing during <laughs> well, the... more than a little well, bit. Well, a little bit of a romance, if mm. you will, about um, when they were filming... High School Musical. High School Musical and yes. School series. So very publicised. But also they never like actually commented on it, I've come to learn. Yeah. Anyway. Well, they're not that famous. They no, weren't that exactly, famous. Yeah. exactly. But... And then he ran off with Sabrina Carpenter. Sabrina Carpenter, who I... A lot of gay men love to talk about how Sabrina Carpenter is mother. I like her. Okay. The only Sabrina Carpenter thing I know is that... It'll be a Wednesday. <laughs> Rock in the coffee shop and get an oat milk latte and it's your name and it is... Yeah. Uh, no, she's got hits. You don't know nonsense? No. That's like a hit. And Feather's really good. Okay, well, perhaps... You better fucking learn who she is, because you're seeing her on the ears tour. I know. You better fucking learn who Sabrina Carpenter is. (laughs) All right. What was the... um, Too busy listening to Mitski. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Sabrina Carpenter is like the the complete opposite of Mitski. I thought you were going to say the complete opposite of Olivia Rodrigo, which means just like blonde. She's blonde. (laughs) (laughs) So first, after Driver's License, Joshua Bassett released his sort of response song called Lie 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 which is truly one of the worst songs I've ever heard it's so bad it's so bad and his even his vocal performance is like like he sounds terrible very like he's just not very good hey like no. I know the lyrics are like I know what you say about me. I hope that makes you happy that you can't seem to get me off your mind. Like ew. And yeah. Like, I know you're lying through your teeth. You just told them the lies that you told me. I've had <laughs> enough of it this time. It's so like. And then like in the video clip, he was like driving alone in a car. Please. Like it's so corny. For I mean, so Olivia puts out this beautiful song that has iconography. It has a storyline. It has this like very deep emotional resonance. Exactly. And then he puts out a song that's like, well, you're a liar. You're a liar. And I'm going to drive in my car alone. There's like no follow up to that. It's just like, well, you lied. You lied, girlfriend. (laughs) Gay little little boy. Yeah, this is very, like, it's very gay response. (laughs) Well, you suck. You're a liar. You told lies. (laughs) You told a lie. But then Sabrina Carpenter, who is the third party in this. She released her... It, in my opinion, hit <laughs> skin. Okay. So you know skin. I've right? heard skin once skin. or twice. It's like not an amazing song, but it's kind of camp, I think. Yeah. I'm <laughs> kind yeah. of like, yeah. It's indifferent. Oh, stop it. No, it's like, I like skin because it's like, it's very kind of nasty. She's being like, she's like, I got under your skin, but like, he's on my skin. Ooh. Get it. Gay boys on my skin. <laughs> Literally. I think it's a bit queenie, but I mean, it reeks of like desperation. The, the two of them releasing follow up songs is like just reeks of desperation. Oh, it's literally, like, they were like, let's see if I can capitalize on this. Yeah. I, guess, I, think, I think Sabrina Carpenter did end up coming out on, not on top per se, but I think she got, she had a very quick turnaround of being like, from people being like, evil lady. And now she's like, 
doesn't share that song like because I liked a boy that yeah. was like that yeah I, yeah sorry that's the again the follow, follow up to all this yeah, yeah which is like actually I'm the victim I'm the victim of being slut shamed and yeah because I liked a boy well I mean the whole lesson of this is that gay men are evil exactly which is like exactly that's that speak on that <laughs> speak on that speak on that I actually signed up was I've been rewatching the Matrix movies this week and one thing those movies understand is that gay men and French people are evil. <laughs> Like the fourth movie, the the enemies are Jonathan Groff and Neil Patrick Harris, and then that's like us. Two and three, two and three. <laughs> Neil Patrick just, Harris and I'm Jonathan Groff. Two, two and three is just like this random French guy. I'm like they we, kind of went off with like the the um. Social. I've never seen The Matrix. Oh, you've got to watch. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. Support female filmmakers. Oh, I watched the Simpsons movie while I was in. Um, I saw you log that and I was like, bitches with Letterbox Premium even be changing the poster for the <laughs> Simpsons movie. Like, well, the Simpsons movie poster was ugly on the normal one. <laughs> you wanted the donut. Exactly. But no, Simpsons movie, a classic. It goes off. It's so good. It really does go off. I need to rewatch. It's so good. It's so fucking Edible good. Edible plus Simpsons movie. <laughs> oh, literally. Get me we got that. home from the club at like 3am and we were like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to watch the Simpsons movie. Period. Period. Spider pig. Spider pig. <laughs> <laughs> oh, takes me back. Takes me back. Uh, anyway, but um, I, I mean, I guess the order of things in the end was Olivia Rodrigo, then Sabrina Carpenter, and, and like uh, five hundred layers of shit, and then Josh Bassett. <laughs> no one knows who Josh Bassett is. So, okay, we you need to talk about that. Hasn't he like he went like religious? He went religious. He went religious. Joshua Bassett scorned religious. He's gone religious. Yeah, it seems pretty weird. He's like preaching at his shows and yeah, like, being like, God will save you. I feel like I saw a video of him being baptized or something. Oh god. Yeah, maybe I feel bad for him. Yeah, I feel like there's definitely something unwell. Olivia, <laughs> you you dodged a bullet, girl. He also gave an interview after where he was like, I had to like start going to therapy and like, because I was getting so much hate, um, which of try, course is in me. <laughs> one day, Josh Bassett. <laughs> I mean, you know, you would feel bad. It's the biggest song in the world. No, and it's about you. Know, it's allegedly whatever. about you. But, <laughs> but um, Olivia has said that they have handled this privately. Yeah. Is what she said recently about it. We've handled it. It's been dealt with. Yeah. Checking outside. But I mean, that's like, I feel like this is part of the appeal of Olivia Rodrigo is that she is um, one of the girls in the sense that she's also had her heart broken by an evil gay man. Literally. Which is like being there. Being, being, being there. there. Like she mm-hmm. understands that more than most. Exactly. Exactly. Um, anyway. Good for you comes out, and then there is a drama with this. This is where we start getting like this narrative that Olivia Rodrigo like kind of well, people start seeing that she's a fraud and whatever yeah. because she. I mean, good for you. Um, sort of interpolates misery business by Paramore. Um, sort of. Well, they sound incredibly similar. Yeah. I mean, you can't like it's no, almost the same song good for you is like a reworking of misery business yeah. i would say even down to the, the subject matter like it's pretty much the same yeah um and so i was reading the two so paramore and livia rodrigo they were in touch before the song came out yeah and then after the fact the song came out and then after the fact they were um, like actually oh this is a big hit run me my check well i don't know because i think i read something about how it wasn't Haley williams it was one of the the, the um 
the guy. It wasn't Haley. It was um, Josh pa- Ferraro. He's not in Paramore anymore. I think he, he might not be, or he was. But I don't think he's in it anymore. He yeah. was the one who was like, "No, I want credits." Yeah, exactly. Which ended up being worth like over a million dollars. Oh, literally. Yeah. Um, but I mean, so that's that circumstance. I'm like, I think that's fine mm. because clearly, good for you is heavily indebted to misery business. Yeah. But then, deja vu. And one step forward, two steps back. Well, these are different because that one step forward, two, what is it? One step forward, three steps back. Yeah. Literally uses the piano from New Year's Day. So she's, she's not, Mm. she didn't ever hide the fact that that's happening, Mm. but deja vu comes out. And then after the fact, Olivia was like, yeah, the bridge was inspired by the bridge of cool summer. And and it's really only the sense that she's like screaming in, she's like, everything is all reused. It sounds like, you know, he looks up grinning like a devil, but I don't know this, this one. I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I think the thing is, you're an up and coming artist. You have pressure from not pressure, but you've got these like two really, We've got Taylor Swift and like Paramore who are like equally big in their own right coming not for you, but being like, you are you're using us as inspiration. We should be like, you're not going to be like, Oh no. Yeah. It's like, but now it's kind of set this precedent for the girl that it's like, Oh, she can't write her own stuff. She's copying. And like, you know, there's that video that's going around of the moment at the moment. That's like, um, the Miley Cyrus song. And I forgot which song off guts it is, Yeah, but it's like, can we give this girl a break? <laughs> yeah. And it's also like, I think the thing is, I think because she was so quick to be like, yep, yeah, that's fine. I'll give you the credit. It's against this precedent where like now if she wants to go and be like, if Miley Cyrus comes to her tomorrow and is like, give me money, run me my check. She, if she were to be like, no, and then like take it through like a legal battle, it's very hard to actually like prove that in a court of law because of like how like music is written and like, it's like a chord progression stuff. And it's just, I feel bad for her. Yeah. I I mean, it is the thing of like first album. She can't, I don't imagine she could have done anything else than give these people credit. And it, you know, it's like informed by all these lawsuits that have happened with like Katy Perry and blurred lines and yeah. Ed Sheeran gets sued like every week these days. Um, and so, yeah, she's in an unenviable position and I, she spoke about the cruel summer thing recently where she said it seemed to be something that was just worked out between the teams. Like she was never really involved in, I think the lawyers just kind of worked it yeah. out, but I'm and, and Jack Antonoff has said, he didn't really even know about the situation until, you know, he got a credit on the song. Yeah. But yeah, that one, I was kind of like, I think that should have just been left alone. I, I don't, I don't think it's like that indebted to Cruel Summer and, and, and then, you know, Jack yeah. and St. Vincent and Taylor should have a credit on it. Yeah. Especially to Taylor. It's like, just like, just step in and say, no, I don't need exactly. this. And, and the Taylor thing I mean, that's its own topic that we have to talk about because, like, from the beginning, Olivia's saying, like... I, I love Taylor Swift. Yeah, I'm she's inspired like, by Taylor. Yeah. She's done covers of her that she's posted to social media. Like, yeah. she's covered Cruel Summer. Yeah. Um, and so the point where she does start coming out, and then she met Taylor at... Um, I can't remember what it was. I think it was an award show. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, like, that picture of them going around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess Taylor must have, like, supported her in some way. Um and then this narrative emerged of like, oh, now they have beef because of the cruel summer situation, yeah. which I don't think is real. I don't, I don't think know it's what real, but I definitely it. think there's like, so, I don't think they are like fighting. No. I just think that they have no 
like Olivia might be wanting to keep her distance because it's like you know that's like that whole don't meet your idols thing <laughs> like it's oh you think she doesn't like Taylor I don't think she doesn't like Taylor I think <laughs> she's been very disillusioned by the situation she has spoken about that yeah. yeah it's like I don't think it's like oh I don't like her it's like oh I still you know like she's one of the most important artists of my life like I respect her she's like I always love her music but like you know I met this person and I had this interaction with them and it's not what I wanted it to be so I'm just kind of interesting keeping my not keeping my distance per se but just like I'm just focusing on the music I don't need to well, unless she wants to work with me or like you know I don't need to hang out with Taylor Swift well my conspiracy theory on the matter is I mean I think it I think it's I think the comparison between the two does not, like, it doesn't do any favours for either of them. No, because they're not that similar. Yeah, I mean, I I see the similarities between them, but I think, like, especially for Olivia, to be constantly compared to Taylor Swift, the biggest artist alive, and even for Taylor to maybe be seen as kind of, like, being opportunistic on this teenage girl. Like, I, I think particularly for Olivia, it's like she really needed to shut that out, stop on that Taylor yeah. and just forge her own path. Exactly. And, you know, if when we talk about the progression from sour to guts, I think you really see that as well, that mm-hmm. she's just trying to do her own thing now and stop being compared to other artists and other people. Exactly. Um, but I mean, the most recent evidence we have of the situation <laughs> is that Taylor was cheering for her at the VMAs recently. Exactly. So I mean, <laughs> do with that what you will. Exactly. And, and Olivia has said there is no beef between us. Yeah. She said that in an interview the other week. So exactly. but it, as if she would say there would was exactly. anyway. But then also, you know, Taylor's got Sabrina Company on the tour, so people thought that was taking that's, sides, but I don't think I think that's just like an immature thing. Anyway. Exactly. <sighs> wow. Take a breath, I, had to get I also that. don't think like Olivia Rodrigo doesn't need to like open for Taylor Swift. Well yeah, that's the thing. She's so much bigger than like as if Yeah. Yeah. That would be ridiculous. Exactly. Um anyway. And Joshua Bassett um maybe. dead. <laughs> so um, and then we get her album May Sour. 21st Sour <laughs> now Sour um, I like I think it's a good I, album I like the yeah. beat <laughs> no it's good I really like <laughs> I really like Sour it's a good running album okay yeah I love I love to run listen to Sour <laughs> <laughs> what are you running from babe oh many things yeah many say that things. say that it's um yeah I I quite like the album I think it um it's very short. It's only 34 minutes long, yeah. the entire album. Um, but it, it's it's very strongly, it's still kept with like, this is a breakup album. Yeah. Most songs, if not all except like I reckon one or two are about this breakup. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think it's great. I, and she still is not pulling her punches. Like second track Trader oh. is fucking brutal. She's like, you betrayed me. You're a traitor. Exactly. Like, that's it's so good. <laughs> and, and that's what I love about this album is that she's so not afraid to like, look like show the ugly parts of herself that exactly. you feel in a breakup. She's like, you betrayed me. <laughs> and, uh. and even something like happier where it's such a, ugly thing that she's saying yeah. she's saying like i hope you're happy but like not as happy as you were with me exactly which is like she gets ah, it she gets it she, like, oh, I I, I she's not afraid to say it. i think it's amazing that she was able to write this stuff at her age like because i don't know this, this seems to be stuff that comes with a lot of distance from situations like this but it seems like she's kind of like in the midst of this breakup and she's yeah. able to write she's from this getting this like 
perspective. Yeah. She's like, I fucking hate you. I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. Um, Yeah, I really like the album. I will say I would cut um, the last song, Hope You're Okay. Because I'm just kind of like, right. Yeah. It's kind of (laughs) cute. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the rest of it's quite strong in yeah. that it's all like about this breakup and it, it was something like jealousy, jealousy, which isn't um, happier, funnier, jealousy, jealousy. Yeah, it's oh, not. A, it's not a breakup song, but it, I think thematically works with kind of what she's saying. Yeah. Like you know, with brutal, where she's talking about being a teenager and being like fucking God, self-conscious, it's brutal out here. Yeah, being self-conscious and like just tormented by how loud everything is exactly. and like the expectation she has as a teenage girl um brutal i think is such an incredible opening track oh like just that opening like how does it start dun, 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 <laughs> yeah exactly i'm so sick of 17 Teen, when my, my fucking, fucking teenage, teenage dream, dream period period <laughs> speak on that yeah i i love it and it's introducing her as this voice that and i think we've seen in good for you but like she's very funny oh she's yeah um and brutal like you know there's a line about i can't even parallel park which is just like yeah like i'm me too bitch i can't even parallel park (laughs) that's what i meant to say like driver's license could you still relate to that despite never having driven a car in your life literally (laughs) get on my bike and ride around craigie yeah i got my bike last week (laughs) (laughs) literally oh she's just the voice of her generation that's another creepy thing to like release a song about a gay man titled driver's license like she had his tea there she had his tea she got him she got him i, I mean a lot of people catching strays from that one including you <laughs> listen maybe I, I need to get my driver's license actually you should and then yeah. have a huge heartbreak and I don't, cry I, about it in the car literally one of my housemates really? car because i can't <laughs> i get asking them i'm like can we put the l plates on and take you for a drive and they're like no bitch yeah no one's trusting you with the car it's like what i'm gonna fucking bat, crash your fucking 1988 Kia Sorento. Like. You drag them, but it's like, I'm not having my insurance premium go up because of you. Sorry. Well, yeah, I'm so young. And Call someone else. Literally. Um, but Sarah, love it. Um, it's it's funny. Um, a lot of this was songs she had already written. Um, like, she, because she'd done covers of, uh, not covers, sorry, she'd posted videos of her singing Happier. Yeah. Like, on her Instagram. And that's actually how she found her um, writing partner slash producer Dan Nigro. Yeah. He saw a video of her singing Happier on Instagram. He was like, oh my God, I need to work this with this girl. girl. This young girl. Who and is he's she? from some band. Rage Against... No. Uh, as Tall as Lions. Oh. Indie rock <laughs> band from Long Island, New York. Sure. Do you know okay. I don't think I've ever heard of these people. What about Lins? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like the album. I, I think it was a little kind of rushed in that, you know, Driver's License was so big. So... <laughs> they were like, let's get it out. Yeah. And I think that's why it's so short. Yeah. Um, but it's good. It's, it's fun. good. Yeah. It's good. We you like know? the beat. Do you know, it got like 385 million streams in its first week which is really big. The biggest opening week album for a female artist on the platform. Really? Yep. I'm sure Taylor's broken that. Well, I think she might have, <laughs> but I didn't get that information. That's okay. Um, but yeah, no, she um, was also nominated for like seven Grammys at the 
2022 Grammy. Oh, did she win any? She won Best New Artist, Best Pop Vocal Album for Sour, and Best Pop Solo for Driver's License. Okay. Um, anyway, so uh, Olivia kind of takes a little break. She does a little tour around the US. Yes. Um, Sour tour. Yes, which she, did, she didn't bring here, which is okay. Well, hopefully she brings the Guts World Tour here. Let's I pray. I pray. Speak on that. Um, and then Guts came out, what is it, two weeks ago? Two now? weeks ago now. Yes. Uh, well, actually, the single, sorry. Vampire? She, yes, which I think is fantastic. Fabulous. And it's funny, she's... I mean, Vampire and Driver's License, very similar. Yeah. Um, she said, I got things to say about <laughs> people that have upset and hurt me. And that's what I'm going to say. And that's what I'm going to say. It's... it's um, I guess it's like the formula works so well the first time. Like, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Like, release... Big ballad. Yeah. Let's go for it. And then the and pop, it did. It debuted at number after. one. Say that. Yep. Uh, yeah, Vampire I quite like. It's very, um, I mean, to compare it to Driver's License even, Vampire is kind of, um, she's more pissed off. Oh, yeah, she's mad as hell. She's mad as hell. And and it's like she, which I think we see in Guts overall, she's able to like, um, I think it feels more mature and she's able to articulate sort of the ways in which like these men have wronged her in a yeah. more, it feels like a more powerful way to be honest, because Literally. she's being funnier. She's kind of like being more specific and like, this is what is wrong this with you. You foul man. <laughs> like Had enough. the chorus, like blood sucker, fame fucker, like bleeding bleed me dry. dry. Like oh, goddamn vampire. Yes. Speak oh, on that. I haven't actually watched the video, but isn't it kind of Twilight vibes? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, no, I love Twilight. We know. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, we love vampire. And then she released bad idea right which again such a good song again it's like vampires the driver's license bad idea right is like good for you yeah um yeah bad idea right is great again uh, it's funnier i think than anything she's put out like the chorus i think is so funny where she's like yes i know that he's my ex i can't do people like, you know it sounds like she's shouting defensively uh, at her friend or something Literally. like um sounds like me to you Oh, well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, Country people reconnect, Sam. Anyway. <laughs> um, and I like the video, too. Have you seen the video? Yeah, another Petra Collins joint. Yes. That's another genius move on um, her part. Yeah. Um, aligning herself with Petra Collins. Genius. She's done a few things for her, right? Yeah, she, like, did a lot of her... Um, like she did good for you. She's done a lot of her like uh, style. Yeah. And I kind of like the idea that like, you know, all, all the, all the pop girls nowadays have like a very specific era. It's like, you've got smile era, Katy Perry, you've got witness. <laughs> Do not era, Katie bring Perry. that up. Do not bring that up. <laughs> but like, yeah, she's got sour and guts, but they're all kind of under a similar umbrella. Like I really like that. She's like, no, she's being like, I'm not doing eras. I'm just doing Olivia. This is my brand. Yeah, that's really true. And even in the in the way that Guts has, again, a purple cover, it's yeah. like, you know, a darker purple, but yeah. it's, she's kind of continuing. But she's the, like a darker girl. Well, yeah. She's like, I'm, I'm an adult now <laughs> and I've got my mature voice and I'm ready to fucking Go tell you how it. it is, bitch. But the Petra Collins thing, I think, is smart in the sense that, like, she obviously has the teenage audience already because from Disney, from yeah. the content of her songs where she's talking about things that are, like, uniquely teenager. Yeah. But then she's also been able to bring in, like, older people like us. <laughs> <laughs> or even, you know, like, the millennials. Because what do you mean, older she, people? <laughs> well, you know, we've got to face up to it. We're 25 <laughs> now. We're getting up there. <laughs> I have to bleep my age. I shouldn't say that. But, um, but you know, she's 
being able to bring along people of our age, I think because she's like using this, someone like Petra Collins, who was huge on Tumblr uh, at, at the time that we were on there. Yeah. And then also using this um, pop punk sound that was so big for, I think it's more of a millennial thing, which is like Paramore and, yeah. and that type of vibe. Um, mm-hmm. Even like Avril Lavigne, like yeah. um, she's able to bring along all of these different groups um, while still like, having her own unique voice. Yeah. Which I think is so so genius. Yeah. Um, We love you, Olivia. (laughs) Come on the pod. (laughs) Um, And also, like, she's so charming. Like, Oh, she's just... Yeah, she's just so, like... Interviews and stuff, she's so comfortable, I think, with herself. Even though she's not saying that in the music, but, you know, I think... Yeah. um, She seems to, like, have her head screwed on. Exactly. Exactly. What are some highlights from Guts for You? Um... So I will say I don't love the ballads on Guts is my only mm-hmm. complaint. Um, I didn't ask for highlights, but I'm giving the lowlights. Like, Ooh. I think a lot of the ballads, I mean, in general, the album does feel like a bit of a rehash of the themes from Sour, but she's doing it better. Mm-hmm. Like, I think all of the um, pop stuff from Guts... I think it's her best stuff. Like, uh, you know, she's got two albums, but, like, yeah. All American Bitch... Is like what a better a version. Opener. Yeah, it's like a better version of Brutal, in yeah. my opinion. Like, and and again, it's like, and again, she's funnier. Like, it's such a funny song of like this. You know, I am a light as a feather, and then it's she's like going into this like I'm an all American uh, bitch. Period. Um, but you know, Ballad of a Homeschooled Girl. Ah, uh, <laughs> no, that's a classic. It's a classic, and Getting Back, Getting um, Back, which I think is the song of the summer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like the bridge on that, where she's like, I want to key his car. I want to yeah. make him lunch. Um, that is so good. Yeah. Um, I really like Love is Embarrassing as well. Me too, yeah. Because it's true. It's true. She speaks for the people. And, you know, I think that song really signifies her growth because she's talking about shit that she was talking about on Sour, where she's like, you found a new version of me and I damn near started World War Three. Like, what yeah. was I thinking? Like... She's so much more mature now and she's saying like, oh God, like what have I the done? shit I've done is like so embarrassing. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I think she's refined this pop punk thing. I like that she's continuing that sound. I, I really appreciate that. Um, and as you said, yeah, she's not trying to like do all these different eras. She's kind of polished her. Polished her aesthetic and is like really coming into her own, which like, I think she already was like she had, but I think it's now just being more refined and like, yeah. Yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. I, and I think this album is also her being like, I think she's here to stay. Exactly. Like, I think to, to the pressure. It isn't like a sophomore slump here. It's like very like, yeah. This is an album that's, like, also gone number one. It's also hit a lot of records, and it's, like, still doing well, and I think it has longevity, and it's going to be very interesting to see where she goes from here. Yeah. I, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to watch her grow. Little girl grow up. <laughs> I, I also love on this album that she, um, I think her, her pen is sharper. You know oh, what I mean? Like, okay. I think the way that she takes down these evil men in this album is... Impeccable. I really do. Like, there's something so empowering of her being like, yeah, this guy, like, fucking sucks in these specific ways. While also she's, like, making a joke of it. And, like, all of these, like, anthems, you know what I mean? Like, especially getting back, it's like, you... I want to get it back. Yeah, it's like this sing-along vibe. Yeah. Um, And it's bratty, and it's like, she's still being her age. Exactly. Um... 
Yeah. I love it. I what? love it. She's great. She's fucking great. Did you watch the video for Getting Back? Yes, I watched it last night, actually. It's so at, good. Um, yeah, I got, all of, I got my friends into... Olivia Rodrigo last night. We were. They didn't know her. Well, they knew her, but like they were like, "Oh, I haven't listened to the new song." So I was like, "Right, well, we're putting on, putting on um, what's that fucking song called? Getting um, back? No, Bad Idea, right?" And then oh. the the ad for Getting Back played before Bad Idea, <laughs> right? And I was like, "Well, we have to watch that one." Then. Shot on iPhone 15. Exactly. Okay. Crazy. It's like Stupid Love. <laughs> yes, but, but better. better. <laughs> I kind of love Stupid Love. Of course. Yeah. No, 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 no. Anyway. It's an amazing song. Yeah. Honestly, that when I say to Stuart Love, I'm like, take me back to the summer of Chromatica where like Australia didn't have COVID. Yeah. And, like, the concert where Lady Gaga reposting videos the video of circuit. circuit. <laughs> oh god. Take me back. Take fully. me back. Um, but yeah, I'm really, really hoping that um she brings the tour here. Please. If she doesn't, <laughs> I will have to have words. I'm also like um, nervous is like if she does bring it here, like what the crowd will be like. I mean, it would be just gay men and little and girls. 15. Yeah, I think I'll be. Go- I think I'll be going with my freaking year old cousin. Gay yeah, guys and little girls. <laughs> yeah, but it'll go off like a Rod Laver, I reckon. Surely, a couple surely. of nights are Rod Laver. A couple of nights, my goodness. Maybe one or two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'd like to see it. Who do you want to see her collaborate with? Mitski. Shut up. <laughs> I want to see her do a song with Pink. Well, should we check the criteria and see? <laughs> <laughs> you want to move on? Are you kidding? They would fucking eat together. They'd be two about? rocket chicks. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm saying. I'm saying. Oh my God, did you see all the Pink drama? <laughs> yes. We didn't have to get into it. But <laughs> yes, I did. God. I was like, I'm staying out of this I'm one. Staying out like, of this let's one. Let's not. Let's not. Oh, okay, goodness. the criteria. The criteria. Olivia Rodrigo. Does she Quality. Have, well, yes. Well, yes. Leaps and bounds. <laughs> well, yes. Does she slay? She actually really does. She kind of does. I also it's like she slays she, in like a. I hate faggot swear, but like she's a queen for that. It's like fucking Josh Basher. That I bet she called him a faggot. And oh like, yes, and she's allowed to. She's exactly. in her F word. Pass. Now, does she benefit the queer agenda, though? Massively. Yeah. As we talked about, yeah. like, she's one of the girls. Is <laughs> any, a... any girl who's had her, broken, her heart broken by a gay guy. And, you know, on the new All album. All the guys I like are gay. Yeah, I'm like, that's really that's funny. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. Um, is it a classic? Well, duh. It's certified I think it's, classic. It's stood the test of time. Was I gagged? Well, yes. Well, yes. <laughs> Come I on in. To, I need to sing driver's license at a karaoke sometimes. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry, hang on. <laughs> Come on in, Gully. I actually think we might be going to karaoke tonight for our friend's birthday. Yeah. So um, I'll have to start warming up my uh, I hate. Yeah. <laughs> you hate what? Karaoke. Oh, I remember. Okay, why do you hate karaoke? Tell no, the audience. No. <laughs> James is like karaoke because um, one time I met him, I was like, we should go karaoke. And they're like, yeah, you know, it's actually not Shut good up. for... Shut up. No. <laughs> no. Like, no. James no. is like, yeah, it's actually not fun when you can actually sing <laughs> no. it because the expectations. That's like, not what I said. <laughs> I don't like karaoke. You I got your tea. You have to cut this out. I'm not cutting it. Uh. <laughs> anyway, um, I might, um, I might perform. So maybe there'll be an incredible video of. I'll, I'll move you to tears with my performance of Travis Isons. And I can hit the notes if you're wondering. Anyway, 
Thank, Thank you for, for listening. listening. Um, Follow us, Gatekeeping Pod on Instagram. This, leave us a review. That, the other. Tell your friends about us. Yep, you know, yep, yep. it's really. If you have any topic ideas? If you love Olivia Rodrigo, yeah, just come and message us. We'll chat with you. Yeah, yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye.